Ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the show, the man that is taking on Connor Woodman at Shuriken Fight Series 16 in Auckland, New Zealand at Event Finder Stadium in Auckland, New Zealand. The ever-emerging Alfred Stoddart. Mate, welcome. Hello. I'm now, tempting fate here with this curse of ours. But uh, I was hoping I could, like, break it. Yeah, yeah. No, you normally don't like to chat to me because you then go on to lose. Uh, yeah. A lot of other people as, as well, not just me. Like, yeah, yeah. Look, you did You did have um, you did have a good thing going where I think it was, like, five or six interviews in a row. If you chatted to me, you then went on to lose. And, unfortunately, you against Darcy Vendy, I talked you up so much. And, look, it was a tough bout. And not too many people in the world would take that fight. So you can't beat yourself up too much or blame me too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, in hindsight, I, I realized like, I don't so much like winning. I just really hate losing. Like oh, I, okay. I've lost, I've lost dates and shit because I just wouldn't lose when you really should <laughs> like basketball games. Cause or, or just, things I really should lose at because, you know, let the girl win. Mm. And I'm just like, I just hate losing, like, viciously. So much so I wouldn't really care about a draw. <laughs> but um, that loss in hindsight is one of those things where I'm like, that is the best blessing in disguise ever. There's a, there's now a highlight tape for anyone who wants to fight me to be like, here's the reason why you could finish him in two minutes also. And I'm like... Yeah. I mean, Darcy Vendy is kind of also like the only guy, one of the only guys to beat Jack Della, who's like top 10 in the UFC. But I mean, like, but like, they don't even know that. They don't even know that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you getting any normal fights or are they all being made in Instagram comments? Like how are your fights happening these days? Cause I mean, the, the performance you put on against Sam Dobb in eternal has really sent you skyrocketing up, up the rankings and just in, in everyone's mindset. But even the, the fight with Vendy on, on beatdown promotions, we talked about that was only cause like what you jumped on in the comments. Yeah. I jumped on, I think that was the con Sandy fight with uh bear or something. And I was just in the comments like, yeah, look, middleweights, they exist. <laughs> and that's, that's how I had to like get my fights and just start shit talking. And I never used to shit talk because I thought like, oh, well, you know, people want to fight. Everyone wants to fight. Mm. Fighting is easy and I'm not that good. And then like after like a year of not, not uh, basically a year of like off time, I'm just like, one, this is depressing as all hell. I didn't realize how much I started enjoying competing. And two, I think the humble thing needs to go away a little bit just so people can fight me again. But yeah, at the moment, it's basically I go to a promoter or as many promoters as possible. And I'm like, do you have a fight for me? And they're like, no. I'm like, do you need me to find one? I can start shit talking. Who you need me to shit talk? Does but, your uh, coach? Do, I was gonna say, does your coach get involved? Because it sounds like you're making all the fights. <laughs> he used to, but now at this point, I know so many of the promoters that I'm just doing. That <laughs> <laughs> um, is actually all humble and shit. So I'm just like, hey, I'll I'll take the shit talk. It's fine. Like me and Wayne from Demolition. He's been trying to get me on. Oh, uh, Wayne Carl. Yeah. Yeah. At some point he asked me, he's just like, am I the one you talk to the most or am I just the one who responds the fastest? And I was like, you respond right away. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> talking to the ladies. It's, it's talking to the ladies. You're like, look, you sp- don't ask questions. Just you're special, but just don't ask where you sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, look, I got a few fights. 
Hopefully, there's some interesting stuff happening if I win this fight. What's on the horizon? Yeah, some you know some big shows, saying some names and saying some things. Oh yeah, what are the what are the shows? What are the names? I don't know. The names have mega mega medals in them, and the shows, well, they hang around Asia a lot. Okay. All right. Is this and because I know I know a few people. There's a man by the name of Daniel Mini T Williams who was a Muay Thai world champion, and he got a fight with Rod Tang, who is one of the best Muay Thai fighters of all time on One FC, and he got that fight by drunkenly messaging One FC. <laughs> that sounds like right uh, up my what I yeah. should be doing. Here I was waiting for like intricate messages and shit. I really should have just been drunkenly DMing people. It, <laughs> it works. It works the best, man. That's some of, some of my better interviews. Is just me just going, "Hey, come on!" It's like it's it's liquid courage, mate. Like I would not endorse. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about me just being like, "How about me? You didn't talk about me." Well, well, I mean, look, I don't want to take credit here, but you were. A, you were just a, a mere amateur back in the day. And look at you now. You're oh, a pro on everyone's mind. <laughs> yeah, that was such an interesting thing because, like, fuck, like, I knew I was supposed to lose that Sam Dobb fight. Like, if we're being yeah. honest. Like, yeah, you were. I was supposed to lose that fight. Like, yeah. um, the the word coming out of the Vendy fight was guy who can't fight going backwards and is bad at dealing with pressure. Here's Sam Dobb, who all he does is make you fight backwards and all he does is pressure. Cool. Like, I, mean, I knew I was supposed to, but, you know, yeah, skill-wise, like, after I saw him, I'm like, I can take him. He's a guy that's beat Nick Kepo. Like, and Nick Kepo is it's really highly regarded. Like, you are, you're really, and I know you're like a, a, a guy that's dabbled in video games and whatnot. It really is like the the stealing the other guy's loot. Like you are, you you are doing a really good job at taking on these guys that, like, in in narrative, you probably shouldn't be fighting, uh, but in Vendy, you get some credit. Sure, you get taken out within within two minutes, right? But like you said, that maybe encourages people to fight you because if they watch you as an amateur, no one wants to fight that, right? But then you then go and undo all your hard work of getting fights, and you fight Sam Dobb, and you put on an absolute clinic. Yeah, he is Sam Dobb is insane, man. Like every time I'm like, people are like, "Oh, you should have just like he was running away." You should. I'm like, you don't understand how quickly that guy recovers from things. Because I when I head kicked him in the third round, I was I thought he was fully gonna block it because he started like just doing this for most of the round. For, yeah, like both hands I'm like, up. I'm wondering like what is he's like elbows in the air, hands up. I'm, <laughs> I've just kicked this guy in the body like a couple thousand times at this point too. I'm wondering like, why is he letting me do this? So I thought, okay, maybe I've body kicked him too many times. He's he's getting weary to it. So I'm going to kick him in the wrist as hard as I can because I know he's going to block this anyway. And he thought it was a body shot. So he drops and I see his face like rattle on my (laughs) shin. And I'm like, oh, you see me shake loose like, I got you. And then I step in once, twice. And then I see him like stumbling and I can see the eyes are gray. And then he just, locks eyes with me again i'm like how wait it's been like three seconds how are you back already he, he kept recovering like so quickly and i could hear his coaches like at some point he stopped trying to um, he wanted to uh, when he usually blitzes in he doesn't get much much offense on the way back uh, back his way so he can blitz in pretty quickly maybe you'll eat one punch but then he's inside where he has better leverage on you and he can punch you till he takes you down 
But because of me, he ate all those knees at the beginning once he was on the inside. And then he started eating shots when he was on his way in. It became way harder of a task to convince himself by the second round or third round to go into that fire and take all those shots to maybe get me down or end up in the same spot. So his game plan, I could see it was, instead of like that, I'm going to come to him. So he started yeah. backing off hard to be like, come chase me, I'm hurt. And I could see it, and that's why at some point I just stopped chasing him, started just walking him down. Because I'm like, I'm not, if you, you don't have to fight me straight up, I'm not going to let you. Yeah. And after a while, we figured it out, like, shit, I'm going to have to try fighting him. And then I kept catching him. But every time I would catch him, like the second head kick, he wobbled, and I saw he was gone. I was like, I actually physically chased him, and it looked like the Scooby-Doo animation. <laughs> and then he turned his face, and I see his eyes again, and he snapped back on. I'm like, how? Why? The fuck? Mm. Go away. <laughs> but you you had him in the clinch, man, and it's one of it's one of the it's going to be one of your great highlights for for many many years. Where I reckon you landed about twelve to fifteen knees. Uh did you think, man, this guy is just not going to go away? Did you almost get tired trying to put him away? Yeah, I counted the knees from the first round. It was a hundred and ten in five minutes. <laughs> Like, like I think like half of them were to the head and the other half were to the body. And I thought they were like kind of bouncy knees. And then I paused each one and they were like digging deep. And at some point in like the four minutes of the first round, I pinned him up against the fence. And I did tell him like, well, what are we doing? By the second round, this is going to look like Francis versus Derek Lewis. We're going to be so gassed with middleweight. And he's like, no, nah, bro, I can keep it up. I'm like, fuck, okay, I guess I'm going to have to also. <laughs> well, I mean, you called a big shot. You came up short against Vendy, right? And everyone maybe is thinking, okay, start up. Maybe he's, you know, he's athletic, but he's he's a bit of all talk. You then put an amazing display against Dob, right? So you're back in there. You're back in the mix. There's not a whole lot of middleweights right now. Where do you think the Dob victory sort of puts you? Uh, I mean, they were lining Dob up to take that title shot realistically it was in the comments if you check the not the mm. comments the caption of our fight on eternal it's yep. like oh with the title on the line real soon in a shallow division they're basically lining up sam dob to take the title yeah. Yeah. am i saying i'm at the title fight yet i'd like to i don't give a shit I, at this point i realized something about my fight career and about it like i've been saying the whole time from that dossie fight in that two minutes i learned i gained so much confidence out of that loss than I had done in any of my wins and anything. And that's that whole win or learn thing. But that's because, like, he took me down. He's a brown belt, black belt who took down uh, Jack Della and, like, smothered him and beat him in a round. Mm. He took me down. I attacked a sub and got up. And my own head being like, no, this guy's a black belt. He's done X, Y, Z, made me not attack more subs because I'm like, just get up. And then yeah. I landed a shot right at the beginning that again, I was like, so I let it all get to me and I landed a body kick and I stood still. Cause I was like, how the fuck did I land that body kick? That shouldn't even have landed. I should have, I should have hit air and you should have punched me in the face a couple thousand times. And then I, it humanized these guys for me, which yeah. I don't think that would have happened if it was a guy from like my, my amateur yeah. era. And cause I'll be like, Oh, yeah, but you know, we both have the same weaknesses. We just if it's like, oh, this guy's a ten year pro who's beaten some ex legitimate names and I got like this off on him, that off on him, and I got up repeatedly. Oh, okay. That's why when I threw those body kicks at Sam, I would had the confidence was there because I was like, 
I landed this on Dawson, mm. and I thought he was going to dog walk me, and I landed it. I guarantee I can land it on everybody. And after that, like, I gained so much confidence. I, I lost, like, the idea of, like, taking Sam Dobb down, especially that, la- that last 30 seconds was just a little bit me being petty because I, I heard the comments of him being, uh, not him saying it, but he said it to the channel to the, for their, like, uh, commentary thing. Like, his game plan was to slam me, ground and pound, and exit. So the last 20 seconds, I know there's 20 seconds left. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to get anything. But I'm like, just for the end of it, you're slamming Sam Dobb and I'm about to slam you. And I launched him and as I'm launching him, I'm like, let's see how high we can go. And just drilled him down to the ground. I'm like, nice. It was, it was an incredible victory. And I think there's two, there's, I, personally, I think there's two routes you can go in, in, in Australia now. I think that victory was that good that you could get fast track. There's another guy that's really struggling to get fights, and I think you and Ben Johnston would be an incredible matchup. Oh, I'm interested. I like that fight like mid next year because I want to get maybe one more. I think Beatdown's got something in March. I want to get one what? more there. And well, there's another guy. Go. I was going to say there's another guy that I like, uh, Jackson Weir White. I like I like him for Beatdown for you. I mean, I'm just going to do play some, fantasy, some fantasy MMA right now. Me and yeah. him were supposed to fight two years ago, and then COVID hit, and like we couldn't. So, look, I'm not, I'm not planning out your career, but here it is. I'll take it if he comes that out to middleweight. Like I, I was glad to that fight that time too. I don't uh, think he's gonna come back up to middleweight. He's like doing really well at welterweight. I think he was always a bit of a small middleweight anyway. Like a few of his losses on the amateur scene were just size. Like he, he clearly was in the wrong weight class, and now he's fucking tearing it up at welterweight. If he comes mm-hmm. back up to middleweight, I'm so down i'm i'm down as fuck but yeah i'd like that ben johnson fight not even so much like i like again i've said repeatedly like there's a point where i get comfortable i'm getting comfortable in this game like mm-hmm. i don't really care about the wins and losses. once i take over i'll go on a fucking 10 fight win streak whatever the fuck it is but johnston's on that cusp of a, about to go to the ufc and he's one of those guys who i want to fight because it's like He's guys avoiding him right now. I don't think they realize like that guy's gonna be gone soon. Yeah, like well, you will not get a chance to fight him anymore. He's not gonna go to the UFC, fuck around there, and come back, even if he loses. No, I think if he goes to the UFC and he like he said himself, if he goes there and he just gets smashed, I think he's gonna retire. So it's like yeah. if you don't get a fight with this guy with that level of skill, that level of world class striking, world class grappling. Now, if you don't get a fight with him now just because you don't want to fight him and you're too scared to get a, rec- a loss on your record, you're never going to get that that experience. Like, Darcy beat me in two minutes, and I learned a fuck ton. I could learn a fuck ton from fighting Ben Johnston. I think I could beat him, but I could learn a fuck ton from it either way. That will catapult me to making it. It's like once you have a fight with, like, a Ben Johnston, Sam Dobb, and a Darcy Vendy, Guys lower than that don't really intimidate you much anymore. Guys higher than that don't intimidate you that much anymore. It's you. You feel like you're there, especially when you win, and even when you, any little success against a giant is massive, as opposed to like beating up an ant repeatedly. It's like you can stomp as many ants as you want. It, it, no one's gonna think that's a thing, and you're not gonna think that's a thing. No, it's. It's yeah, I've always I've always loved your mindset with all this sort of stuff. Speaking of uh the Giants, you got Brogan Anderson taking on John Martin Fraser for the middleweight crown. Matt Myers hiding in the wind not hiding in the winds, sitting in the wind. Wins, uh, <laughs> oh, no, injured. 
Andrew, no, 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 that man is, that man is terrifying. Um, and I'm so petrified of that man. I meant, I meant. It's on one leg right now. You could stop take it. No, I couldn't. I could not, I could not at all. I could not even take hit. I could not hold so his you're dogs. you beat him up. You're breaking up. You could beat no, it up. Matt no, Myers. no, stop it. So I couldn't beat up a, a retail worker at Myers. Like there's no. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say that. How dare you? Uh, uh, what was your thoughts on that? Funniest shit happened with him. So I'm walking around Gold Coast in the middle of the night, and there's like oh, so many clubs being like free entry, free entry. I look up into there. The night before the fight, when we've all rehydrating, he's in there partying like fuck. Ben Johnson's like, opponent. Yeah, he was clubbing, like drinking and partying. Clearly, this was his way to get a holiday. You... Like get a free trip to Australia. He was in there just like fucking raving out and everything. And then after the fight, I saw him again in the clubs, like having a, the time of his life. He was clearly just there to have a holiday and wanted a free expense trade trip. Are you, are you serious? That like so like yeah. the day be- the day before the fight, Xiao Sing Shin, I think is his name. Uh before the like fight and after the, the fight. It was one in the morning he was out clubbing. And it didn't look like he was gonna stop. Oh, that's hilarious! That oh, is I love that. Hilarious. I love that story because, like, you could like, you could tell I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here for my holiday. I just don't want to get hurt enough so I can go clubbing again." Because he was full back up in his clubbing outfit after the Ben Johnson fight. He was gone, and uh, I saw him again. Like, and I started walking around. I saw him. I was like, "Oh, he's there again." Nice. <laughs> Mate, anyone anyone that's willing to fight Ben Johnson clearly deserves to party because uh, that's not a fun time. Oh. Um, in in terms of that middleweight championship bout, who do you think takes it, Brogan Anderson or John Martin Fraser? I think John Martin Fraser takes that. Uh, Brogan's last few opponents have been a bit wanting on my for me. It's like he was kind of getting outstruck by his last two opponents, and then he just took them down, and they just they were deer in headlights. They just kind of didn't know what they were doing. That's why I wanted to take him on on short notice so I could fight in fucking Sydney for the first time in three years. Did I'm going to stop doing that, actually, because I got, like, maybe two people who might want to fight me, but I'm actually just going to flat out tell them, like, no, come to Sydney. I'm, I'm not flying to your hometown for the second time in a row so you can fight in front of your fans and your crowd. Come to Sydney, fight me here, goddammit. What, on what show? Super Fight? Super Fight, Urban Fight Night, Showdown. I don't fucking care. If Eternal's going to come here when the next UFC is on, so that's fair. I'll come like to that. Sydney, God damn it! It's not like there isn't. I, I, there's a lot of people who buy tickets, and no. also I want to know all my favorite food places are around here. No, I you're to, right. Like, every time I fly over to these places, I have to like, go out and scout food and scout at scale and all this other shit, which is fun because I get like international. I get like a traveling experience. I'm going to have my first international experience. I might have a flight in Hawaii in Tahiti. I can't say it's a flight, but really, that's that's a vacation. If either of us start, you'll be in the clubs. You you'll be in the clubs like uh, Ben Johnson's oh, opponent. Yeah. Like I'm gonna talk to my opponent and be like, "Hey, we know why we're here. We're here on vacation. If either of us starts doing any way enough damage that it's a bit too much, we're gonna tap. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're here in, in Tahiti to relax. Stop <laughs> it. You would. You would do you would do none of that. Now, mate, speaking of holidays, is New Zealand a holiday or is it business? That's my birthday, man. And this birthday present is a is a fight. Like on my birthday. The twenty eighth of October is my birthday. Really? 
New Zealand's business. How old are you, Janet? Uh, uh, 30. Jesus, so he's still young as anything. Now, do you know anything about Connor Woodman? This is the first time, I reckon, in your life you're taking on someone on debut. <laughs> How does that feel? He's not on debut. He's four and one. What? Yeah. It's not yeah. going to show apology, but if you go find his last fight, he fought um, from CKB in some weird mixed rules match where they did the first round as kickboxing, second round. Oh, okay. So his actual MMA record was shown on there, which is four and one. It's just it's not the greatest Okay, He's even Muay Thai. He's got a whole Muay Thai championship. Well, I mean, mate, I barely know Australian MMA, New Zealand MMA, uh, which I believe is a is a Maori, uh, not a Maori, a Kiwi. Um, he fought Cam Royston, who was uh, signed to Dana White Contender Series in Muay Thai. So he's obviously like high caliber. Mm. Okay, all right, okay, <laughs> okay. No, he's he's definitely good. He's good. He's very dangerous. He, he's the type of guy I I like him so because like. He just wants to brawl. He just wants to throw. He, mm. he like he wants to fight, le- le- regardless of what he is. He's talking about fighting in Lethway in a few months or some shit. He just oh, the, sorry, Lethway. That's the like where they have like basically ropes on their hands, so you can headbutt and shit, can't you? Yeah, like he's that kind of person. Like he fought the day before I fought Sam Darby. He fought Mark Timms, who I was supposed to fight, but I think he got called up to the Dana White Contender Series, and. uh yeah, so the guy can fight for sure. He's got a World Muay Thai Championship. He stays on his feet a lot. I don't know if he has much grappling. He did choke out a CKB guy, but that's that was a terrible choke altogether. Um, but huh? Why? He kind of just like grabbed the guy's neck, and there was all this space right here, and he just yanked as hard as he could, like you do in school, and yeah. then the guy popped. But a CKB guy, surely his his grappling's at least you know aware of that. Okay, okay. all right. If he's Aud- audibly, you can't <laughs> audibly you can't see Alfred's face, but um, it says a it says a thousand I words. I should I should clarify with my backtracking as well because I was gonna like maybe ask if I could go go to CKB to uh, like sweat. <laughs> I have a fuck ton of jujitsu experience. <laughs> like I have over fifty matches. 40 of them are all wins and 39 of them are by submission. Mm. That's where I judge grappling. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I, I do. I will message Eugene uh, Behrman and I uh, will just uh, let him watch this bit. No, okay. All right. No, that's fair. That was a slip up. You know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was intentional. Also, so. <laughs> no, mate. Um, Look, before I let you go, I want you to tell me how this Shuriken fight came about. Did they did they hit you yeah. up as you're showing me your jiu-jitsu medals? 90% of those are mine. Also, look, you're at Straight Blast Gym in, in Sydney. Yes. Is, is their whole MO like, oh, we know Conor McGregor? Is that like their whole thing? Or like... Well, like my coach has seen him, but like, it's actually kind of hilarious because for the life of me, you'd think because of Conor McGregor and Forrest Griffin, people would know SBG Australia. Yeah. But every promotion's fucked it up. Like, we've been called SRG Australia, SBG Leichhardt, or SBG Asheville, different suburb. We've been called uh, Team Compton, Akram 
called out as Team Compton. Don't know why. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like everyone's either messed up. SGB has been said like three different times. Eternal said finally said it right. They were like Alfred's from SBG Australia, but he, and he does all his training under head coach of SBG Australia, Renato Sabocic. And I'm like, that's a diss at both Renato and Ben because. Ben's my head coach, and he's yeah. the one who owns SBG Australia. Renato owns MMAFT. Yeah. And then I sent a message to Shuriken today uh, when I sent him my whole thing. I'm like, make sure you don't get the SBG part wrong. This has been like a bunch of fights in a row. My head coach is Ben Power. I trained under Renato Sabocic at MMAFT as well. SBG Australia. And then they post my thing, and they tag SBG Western Australia. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's in my... As for yeah. the Conor McGregor thing, it's the only way I can I tell people in my regular life I do MMA. I'm like yeah. I do MMA, and they're like, you know Conor McGregor, what he does. That's Fair. the only thing that gets through. No, the cage like, dressing still hasn't really like turned over to the like no normies and shit. It is still funny enough a very like niche sport hilariously enough with the amount of people who are there who, who like it no it's 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 good man so going back to you know the original uh question uh, <laughs> how did this how did this fight how did this fight actually come about like did you did you hit them up i don't know much about shuriken i just know that they're 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 very good in new zealand yeah uh i got it from i like i was, I was supposed to fight Mark Timms, but um, the guy who runs Shuriken was looking for a middleweight. I put my hand up, and but I already kind. Of, this was before the Sam Dobb fight. Yeah. But I told him like, yeah, um, I'm not committing to anything because this anything could happen in this fight, and then it's four weeks away. And he's like, yeah, but can I just still post it anyway, just so I can have the this and that? And I'm like, Classic. sure, go ahead. But I'm, I'm telling you, there's no guarantee. I could win that fight and still not want to fight anything. And then I won the fight, and then I was, like, feeling my body, and I was like, oh, I feel fine. And then I was waiting for Cam to see if he could find anything for Eternal, and then he couldn't. And I was like, I better take the, the fight that's actually, like, here, as opposed yeah. to, like, waiting for the one that might appear, most likely won't, especially after that last performance. And... That's how this fight kind of went about. Yeah, I had the same thing where I was trying to look up the guy's record, and I was like, oh, this guy's debuting and has never done yeah. MMA fighter. He's only done kickboxing. I'm double-legging him from the other end of the ring. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm low ankle-picking him. So this is James Tony, Randy Couture as quickly as I can. Yeah. And then I saw one or two of his fights, and he's like four and one, but it's like... Well, it's it's quite funny because it's New Zealand, like it's, it's New Zealand martial arts as well. Like, And some people think like... With Australian MMA, I'm Wikipedia, and I'm not. I'm more like Ask Jeeves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I do you like a little bit, but like not enough. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's sometimes like when people are like, oh, who's he fighting? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, you don't know. I'm like, it's a yeah. big sport. <laughs> it's a big sport, and most of these guys like don't have much actually on the background. The only big one, the big names are the big names. Everyone else, including me, is just fucking random well, individuals. You you are you are climbing up, and that's why I find this very very interesting. Um, because you know you take this next fight out, you're starting to look. You know that that two and one in in a in a middleweight division is starting to look. You know what I mean? And then let's say hypothetically, what what do we got? 
Eternals, I think maybe Perth in February. I could be wrong. Maybe it's Gold Coast in February. Maybe it's March. I don't know. But let's say you do get that that Ben Johnston fight or your little Tahiti holiday. Like all of a sudden, halfway yeah, through next halfway through that. next year, yeah, you're like five and six, six and one. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a good record, and 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 you're right at the door. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm definitely looking into it and looking forward to. It. I want to stay busy the entire time. Like I don't. I'm not going to get to fight forever. I mean, I'll try, but like, I just want to stay busy. I just want to get in the, get in the cage, get as much experience as possible and knock out as much. I'm feeling that point where I ticked over when I, most of those medals came in way later. Like yeah. I lost a fuck ton of matches quickly. I, I remember like going into jiu-jitsu comp in the morning. I'd sign up for the absolute division, get murdered 40 seconds, come back to class. Like I'd get beat so quickly, I could make it to the cl- morning classes. My coach would look at me like, shouldn't you be at a comp? And I'm like, lost, it's fine. And then I'd go in the afternoon to go to my division and actually win it. But that all happened after like the 20th match, I ticked over and it became mm-hmm. like, oh, it was just another day. That happened in this Abdob fight where I was like, oh, this is three rounds, 15 minutes. I do 30 rounds a week. It's never going to be that hard. Yeah. Like it's, 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 I'm fighting a guy who's dehydrated, has been dehydrated for a week as well, and he's smaller than the biggest guy I've I've been training with. No matter how big he gets, I'm not fighting a, a heavyweight, so I'm getting comfortable, and I just want more experience to get keep keep getting more comfortable, and I want those fights with guys who are about to leave, like Ben Johnson. I want to fight him. Uh, I think Martin Fraser, if he wins this one, he might be also getting called up. I want to fight all the, all those vets, Kit Campbell, all those guys, not just like calling them out because I think I can beat them, but because I know there's valuable experience there that I might never get again if I don't take those fights and don't take those guys. And I know I can beat them. I just have to put the work in, and I know I can. So, you Jeez. know, I'll beat Ben Johnson next year for sure. That's a really, uh, that's a really good way to look at it. Um, before I let you go, mate, uh, you trained a little bit with uh, the old uh, UFC middleweight champion Sean Strickland. How did that go? That dude is that dude is exactly the same guy he is off camera and on camera. He's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> He's just so chill, just so calm. But like watching him spar. He was sparring the other guy on the UFC card, which was smart because I was like, "He's going to invite a bunch of randoms to spar with him. That's not going to end well." But he's sparring another guy on the UFC card, and he's just eyes are focused the entire time. And he's just, yeah, he's really, really good. And his wrestling is really good. Again, the whole game plan for Izzy was to wrestle. Like, I was there hearing them tell the game plan is to wrestle repeatedly. And then he did no wrestling the entire time. <laughs> and that was my thing in this Sam Dobb fight. I was like, the whole game plan was to teep him a bunch. And then it was just like, yeah, if it's there, it's there. Just take it. It's a fight at the end of the day. Just do the man dance. He said oh. one funny thing where he was just like, he's like, yeah, fighting's like a brother. You can drop into any gym, no matter which one it is, and like you can be buddies with everybody immediately because everybody's fighting. And then the women show up and they ruin everything. And I was just like, I'm like, you are the same. There's no cameras here. You didn't have to say that for anybody, but uh, he's the same guy on camera and off camera. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, I love it. Mate, look, I'm going to let you go. Best of luck yeah. uh, in your flight to New Zealand and your fight in New Zealand. Um, do let us know how you go. And uh, yeah, mate, of course, I'll always have you back. Yeah, yeah, always. Peace Don't out, legend. No, yeah, never, sure. never. <laughs> yeah, if you post me, I'm sending uh, Matt Myers that video. I clipped it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.